And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we go over this week's new releases of comics. Today is March 23rd, 2023. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out every Tuesdays. Every Wednesday is every Marvel and, uh, uh, well, all the Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And then we're here on a Thursday to talk about what came out this week. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And if you're watching the live stream, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show uh, or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. And if you are watching us live, you can see exactly who my guest is. If you're not watching us live, that means you're listening to the podcast. Uh, and that's wherever you get your podcast from. We got Manny Batista on the show. Manny's picks, Manny's dot picks. It depends on what platform you're on. Manny, what's up, man? I'm doing all right. I'm excited to talk about this week's comics. There was uh, a lot. So it's a big week. There were there were a lot. Like I had a list of the ones that I wanted to read, and uh, I got through maybe half of them. You know, um, you, you did you feel like you read everything you wanted to read for this week? There was a couple books that I couldn't get to, but for the most part. But that was also because I like sat down for a big chunk hours. So like I'm just gonna power through these as quick as I can. Yeah, I've been so busy. It's been crazy, but. Uh, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you read this week. Uh, I guess I will start with my pick of the week, uh, which was you unexpected. The whole list and go, do uh, the whole list, and then we'll keep gotcha. it. We'll keep it. Uh, we'll keep it mysterious. There's Nightwing 102, Amazing Spider-Man 22, Superman 2, Punisher 10, Batman, One Bad Day, Rachel Gould, Swamp Thing, Green Hell number three, Doctor Strange number one, Blue Book number two, Infernal Girl Red number three, Plush number five, Women of Marvel number one, Milestone 30th Anniversary one, Neighbors one, and Torrent number two. I, I am so upset. Some of those on the list I wanted to read, I didn't get to read this week. <laughs> you know. I will keep spoilers to a minimum. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, what did I read? Um, I'll tell you what I read and then I'll tell you what I what I hoped to have added. Mm. Um Nightwing, I read Nightwing 102, I read Amazing Spider-Man 22, I read Batman Superman World's Finest 13, I read most of Wonder Woman 797. I'm trying to hop back on Wonder Woman. Mm. Um I feel like I've been neglecting her because it's very easy to fall off of it and then I get lost and then have to find my way back, you know. Um uh, I didn't read the the Cassie Sandsmark uh there was a backup in it. Mm. Uh, I didn't get to read that, but um, I love Cassie, so I'll go back to it. Superman 2, She-Hulk 11, Punisher 10, uh, Deceased War of the Undead Gods 7, Doctor Strange 1, Storm of the Brotherhood of Mutants 2. Mm, Wasp 3. No, 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 I didn't finish Wasp. Never mind. Not Wasp. Uh, Monica Rambeau Photon number 4. Uh, and Magic Order 4, number 3. I'm very disappointed I didn't get to The Flash 795. I wanted to uh, read Women of Marvel. Did Legion of Bloom come out this week? Yes. I didn't. I wanted to read that. Didn't get to read that. Um, didn't finish Wasp. Didn't read Black Adam 9. These are all ones that I wish I was, I was reading. Um... And then, side note, that cover of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 106 looks crazy cool. i got to catch up on get, the Power Rangers books. I'm way behind. The cover looks good. That's all, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, what, was your, what was your pick of the week? 
Uh, surprisingly, because I don't usually mess with this character, uh, Punisher number 10. It was really good. I have been really, really enjoying this run. Uh, yeah. Is it Jason Aaron or? Yes. Okay. Uh, who is like tailor made to write the Punisher, I think. Uh, and I often say that there's there's two Aarons, right? There is. Uh, there's indie comics Aaron, who is like grim and gritty crime stuff. And then there's superhero comics Aaron, who's just like, I'm going to put the most ridiculous thing ever on panel and you're going to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm not a fan of his Avengers run. Real talk, I think his Avengers run was uh, up and down, to say the least. But I think that it was also done a disservice by the artist that he had on it. Uh, hmm. Who's the artist? Uh, it was Ed McGinnis for a lot of it. And let's say you had those big... Because he, he, he tried to write really big stories for Avengers. If you had those drawn by like an Isad Rivik... Uh, mm-hmm. Or someone whose art has a little bit more gravitas, I feel like it would have been received a lot better than in McGinnis, whose art is very action figure. Uh, yes, I mean that's I why his of... act, like literal action figures, are made off of his artwork. Yes, I love I love me and Ed McGinnis, but I think that the tone that Aaron was going for and the tone of the art really didn't mesh well, and it made something that sort of brought attention to just how over the top Aaron was 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 doing it. Uh but yeah. sort of going back to the Punisher, I feel like this is the perfect mix of the two Aarons. Uh, Wait, does the one Aaron have a good part to him? Because yeah. to me, the two Dude, different Aarons, four. one is good and one isn't. I'm but like no, the for, is there a bad one or you're just saying they're different? I'm just saying they're different. Aaron okay. on something like the Goddamned, or something like uh, his indie crime book about the Southern small Southern Bastards, uh, or Scalped. That that's like grim, gritty Aaron. That's like I'm I'm working towards this uh, really in, intensely emotional finale versus Marvel Aaron, who like writes some of the most ridiculous stuff you've ever read, but he makes it cool. Thor is a great example of that. You cannot deny that that Thor run is. Either the best or the second best, depending how much you like Walter Simonson Thor yeah. run ever. Uh, I don't like Walter Simonson's Thor run. Not that it's a not that it's that's bad. Crazy. It's not that it's bad. It just doesn't resonate with me. I understand that. I get that. I I can't go back and read it. It's I tried reading the Frog Thor uh, issues back when Loki came out, and I was like, I'm just going to read the couple issues that Puddle Gulp or whatever his name is. Is that the, the part that you read of it? Yeah, but like it's just the old timey dialogue. He he writes it very like forsooth. How about the like I, you know? I love that stuff. And also like if you if you're ever if you ever feel the inclination, start from the beginning because it literally starts with with the introduction of Beta Ray Bill, which is I do like Beta Ray Bill, but I also like it when other people write them. Like the what's your what's your What's that pro wrestler, Daniel? Um, Daniel Warren Johnson, his beta ray bill is sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All of those are taking cues from how badass Simonson made him. Yeah. Uh, No disrespect to Simonson. No disrespect. Just... No, I get it. It, You know. His his writing, especially on Thor, because he he does go very, like, Shakespearean, right? 
is very of its time. And I totally understand how that can be a barrier. And it was for me until I had to like get myself in the mindset of like, this is what this is going to be. And then sort of go from there. But as larger plot points for me and his artwork, which I really love, yeah. uh, take that from me. But what, what I'm trying to say is uh, Jason Aaron writes either dark and gritty or big and ridiculous. And I think his yeah. Punisher is a perfect mix of both of those things because he is writing the the grounded, this gritty story about a terrible, terrible man who has been terrible for way longer than anybody thinks. Uh, and he's using that character framework to do his like big, ridiculous Punisher takes over a ninja clan and starts killing everybody across the world and has demon power story. Right. Uh, and, but because you have that emotional core of Frank, uh, or not even emotional, just that uh, really character-driven core of we are trying to figure out who Frank Castle really is. Uh, is there a shred of humanity left in this monster? Right? Has there ever been a shred of humanity in this monster? I think that uh, bringing back his wife to give him stakes for the, almost the first time ever was such a like brilliant idea. And I don't usually say that about bringing back characters like that. Uh, it works. It's like, like it's a monkey. It's like a monkey's paw situation. That's the best part about this wish fulfillment, you know, for sure. And seeing her progression from the beginning of the run to like, which is like, I'm super innocent. And I don't know anything to like now. And then you think, what kind of person loves Frank Castle? What kind of person could love this monster, especially because probably not a dude who hid that very well at any point in his life. Right. Um, and I think yeah. that stuff's fascinating. I think that yeah. uh, the way that Aaron is delving into this character and the nuance that he's adding to him uh, is awesome. I think that doubling down on Frank's never been good, what are you talking about? Uh, his What he is now isn't caused by a single moment of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is something that has been built up his entire life. Uh, I think that's great. I think that the back and forth between artists on here is great. I think it's Jesus Saez for the main book. And is it Azakeda for the flashbacks? It's, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, both of them for something. I don't know who does what. Yeah. Then it's Jesus Saez for the current stuff. And then Azakeda for the flashbacks though. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. 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 I think that's always crazy is when they when they get another um when they get more than one artist on a book like it either looks it really disjointed or it works well because he uses as a kid his artwork to set a tone right, right. uh Jesus gets to draw the big ridiculous over the top action the the heads exploding limbs flying everywhere ridiculousness and then yeah. you get as a kid to draw the the smaller like dude gets messed up in a bar moments yeah uh this using... has been a really good book i do recommend this to to anyone that being said people online are upset about retconning and the other people who aren't upset think that it's not a retcon that it's it's will be waved away a little bit later there that there's What's there's the something off. that we're talking about uh that the beast has always been like with with Frank and that that lady met Frank when she was a he was a kid 
and you know what I mean? Like that he's the Messiah. That whole like he's always been the Messiah of killing. I think that one of two things is going to happen with that, right? Either we're going to get a big sort of pulling the pulling the rug under us that this that this has been edited in some way, right? Yeah, by the it was end. always Neville Longbottom. Yeah, right. Uh, or B, I because she hasn't made a direct impact on his life except for the one time that she met him. But even then, right? Because the ninjas were like, even like, yo, let's go kill his family. Let's go like flick these dominoes. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta happen on its own. But they're just always on his rooftop behind <laughs> like buildings throughout his life. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see what shakes because th- there's gotta be a reveal at the end of all of these big flashbacks. Outside yeah. of the many that we've gotten of like, oh no, this dude has been messed up for, for a long time, or even the way that his wife loves him, which is fascinating and different. Uh I'm talking maybe a lot about a the flashbacks. Of, maybe it's a bit of reality warping. Like I, I sense yeah. Instead of wishing his wife back, he's wishing for a reality where his wife is back. Which might which which is a different wish, right? Yeah, that could I'm, be that could be it. I'm very curious to see what they do. There's some really striking images in this issue too, right? Like Frank the bodies, the biggest shred of humanity that he's ever shown in anything. Where not killing the kid? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the graves. I think that's this issue, right? Yeah, multiple graves of the same two, right? Yeah. What does that mean? Failed, those are all the failed resurrections. They talked about this earlier. Oh, okay. They have they have been trying to resurrect those kids, and they but they give them all time. a new a new grave every single time. I mean, Frank would do that because remember he knows. Yeah, and he had to. Kill... That's the thing about this time jump. There has been a jump in time to set up for issue one, and Although... now we're on we're on issue ten. You know. A jump in We're time. only on issue 10? So much has happened. He's the god of war. Like how has how has but like I thought this series was going on a lot longer than this. It's only been we we're only 10 issues in. You know, we call that really good pacing. Because it seems yeah. like he's gonna like issue 12 is gonna be the end of this arc, I'm assuming. You're you're thinking the whole hand stuff is gonna get wrapped up in two issues? I'm thinking either it's going to be either two volumes or three volumes, right? I don't see this going on for much longer than that. Uh, this we are working towards a conclusion already because he is at the apex of his godliness at this point, right? Like yeah. he's flying everywhere and decapitating anybody that he, he wants. is flying. Yeah, dude's dude's doing a lot. Uh, so I, I, I give it. I, I think honestly, in in two issues, this will, uh, at least. Frank as God of War will be will be done with. Yeah. Uh well he's not God of War, right? He's the he's the beast, isn't it? Or is it He killed together? Ares. Right. And I I assume that's what it was because after he kills Ares, the the Ares goons, which by the way have my favorite designs, which are just like suits and then centurion helmets. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're just like, that's it. That's the that's the new that's the new one. That's the new guy. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that's fair. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. 
I'd be so afraid of just being, if Frank Castle knows my name, that's it. Like, I'd just be afraid. It doesn't matter whether I'm good or bad. I would just be afraid all the time. I think I think that's the point. Uh, and now, I guess, end of the issue, we have Captain America and his, uh, I'm going to call them the Secret Avengers because, like, that's what they are. Yeah. They're, they're not going to give who, them a name. Who's the lineup? It's Cap, it's Cap, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man? Who's uh, the... I, I, I wrote it down. Where is it? Punisher 10. It is Wolverine, Moon Knight, Strange, and Black Widow. And Captain America. Oh, so now it's Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, Wolverine and Moon Knight. Yeah. I, I get... So Why is Black Widow there? <laughs> they always throw Black Widow into... Like, Black Widow would make way more sense if she had Domino's power. Like, as a character, if she had... Like, if Domino didn't exist, and I'm not saying that because I will not take any more of of mutants off of Krakoa. I will <laughs> not, you know? But what I mean is, like, if, if Black Widow had a luck power, she'd be so much... Like just so much better. I if like Black Widow, but like power. give her that. Give her that like, little bit. It feels like it feels like whenever they add a Bat Family member onto like any big huge like superhero battle, and you're like, what are you doing here, bro? Like what? Yeah. Unless you're like a master strategist or something. Cap is right there. Yeah. Right. Also, like if I would if they ever showed her doing the master strategist thing instead of just like flipping around people. Yeah. I would give that one to you, but I've never seen her once like conduct a battle. No, she, she does have the, like her version of the super soldier serum though. Right. I think so. Which is really just, it, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know what it means anymore, but yeah. I guess you could also say like, what's Moon Knight doing there also? Like, does, Does he, he have powers one? right no. now? Okay. He's just ruthless. I'm like, if you're also like, I, I guess they couldn't do it probably because it would conflict with the Daredevil book, but I feel like Daredevil should really be on that team. Up against Punisher? If there's anybody who is going to, if we are not taking powers into account, because we're definitely not, because Moon Knight and Black Widow were there, if anybody's going to confront Frank Castle in the big climactic beatdown fight, yeah, about how crazy he's been. Daredevil's going to be on there, especially because he already had that initial conflict with him where he was like... Yeah. He already right. showed up, though. He's he's done. He's like, I'm out of here, man. We got to get more 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 characters in there. We got to swap more of them out. Frank already wrote a dragon. I think he's I think he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to go back to that. Um, <laughs> he was like, I, he flew. I, I, I can't do anything about that. I'm, I'm what out. What are you going to do? I mean, Daredevil himself is getting more powerful too, but you know, not at that rate. Um, Punisher ten. Uh, it's not my pick of the week, but it would have been a contender. But I also have like three other picks of the week. <laughs> um, um, one is Batman Superman World's Finest thirteen. Mm. Uh, one is uh, Doctor Strange number one. And then one is Sins of Sinister, brother, uh, Storm of the Brotherhood. Um, all of them were really good. I okay. Uh, so I'm gonna pick one just because I I really want to talk about it right now. Uh, I'm just gonna pick randomly Sins of Sinister, brother, uh, Storm of the Brotherhood of Mutants, number sure. two. Uh, just because 
people have been asking me, is it worth getting into the sins of sinister thing? And I think it's getting better. I, I was not sold on it, but I think it's getting better as it goes. Cause we see, cause the first, the fir- they're doing the powers of 10 thing again. So like the first book of each of the three series. So three series have three issues each. The first book is 10 years after the sinister does whatever. Then the second book is a hundred years and then it's a thousand years. And I like that we get to see that progress and that change. Have you been reading it? I haven't. I'm like, I'm perpetually behind on X-Men. It's okay. Uh, You don't, I'm not, you won't have to. I'm waiting for, once they rewind time, they're going to rewind time. This is an alternate timeline situation. Uh, once they rewind time and they reset the timeline, there will be lasting repercussions, even though you would think going in an alternate timeline and resetting it wouldn't. I believe there will be. So I'm more interested in that. That being said, this issue and a moral X-Men number two uh, that came out last week or the week before were both really good. So I'm all for like, I'm all for seeing this through. And it'll probably it'll it'll be released in one paperback. It'll be like nine issues in one. See, and that's 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 where that's where I'll probably end up waiting yeah. for it, or just like when yeah. it's all done. Particularly for like bigger stories like that, like events, I don't like to read as they come out in general. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I like I like this one. Uh, there they've also been introducing new characters in the future that make me wonder when they reset the timeline, we're going to see those characters again, but younger and maybe a little bit different. So that'll be kind of nice. So alternate timeline stories are fun. X-Men does them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's why like X-Men messes with time a lot. I'm, I don't like the X-Men in the multiverse unless it's Exiles. Exiles rules, man. I yeah. love Exiles. But that's the only time I ever really accept... Uh, x-men in the multiverse i don't like the multiverse when it applies to the x-men alternate timelines yeah <laughs> that's the bag from yeah. the get-go have, you, have i told you that like there's a theory out there that james cameron based terminator off of days of future past no but i'm gonna look that up after this because uh that's making a lot of sense it cut i mean one came out first <laughs> you know so I don't know. And he I think he's a comic book fan, right? Or at least was. Probably. I like I feel like you can't make movies like that and not in some way be in tune with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure Terminator is based off of Days of Future Past. I don't know what the years are on it, but I know Days of Future Past came out first. Um I'm investigate that. What is uh what is because I wanna I wanna be able to get through everything that like we, we both read. Um What's another good uh, good read from this week? Uh, let me. Neighbors number one really surprised me. What's the publisher? Uh, I think that's Source Point. Let me investigate. Oh, that's Boom Studios. Okay, what's it about? So this is a new horror comic about. Uh, this family that moves into a new into a small town, which, as we know, is always a great idea. Uh, one of them 
it, the husband is sort of afraid to get out there uh, because he's uh, trans and black in a small town. He's oh, like, wow. That's, okay. Uh, probably not a great time for him. Yeah. Um, his wife has a daughter uh, who doesn't necessarily mess with him. She goes missing. He goes to find her. Can't find her. Goes back home. And then uh, finds her back home and very different than he originally than she was before uh yeah. and and through this issue we see sort of small hints of that like something's a little off in this town i like small town horror stories um i like the setup for uh this is for this uh, the series going forward you know usually yeah. you don't need a lot in a horror first issue to grab me you just need enough of the premise for me to go all right and that's what this gave me yeah i'm looking at the cover and looking at the synopsis um i mean it looks cool it also says a tale perfect for fans of eat the rich and uh the nice house on the lake so i, I like nice house on the lake this house on the lake is so good um uh, it's only a matter of time till that gets made into a netflix series or something there's no way it doesn't get something yeah uh, it's it's pro it's ready for like an it'll be an HBO Max show probably but like it's ready for that. Uh, yeah, this book it and I those make sense as uh, things that you compared to because it has sort of the same like. Or at least this issue is something weirds going on. We don't know what it is, but all of our characters are feeling it go. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm like looking up the information about it. Is it worth, is it something that like is interesting for anyone or do you really have to be involved in the niche? I think if you like horror, you'll be into this period. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it also feels like something that's probably going to read really good in trade. Uh, because I again I like this issue, but it's very much just like here's the premise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a lot of time to get into the nitty-gritty yet. So I'm interested to see what that nitty-gritty ends up being. First, I mean, first issues are, you know, it's like first uh uh what's it called? First impressions. It's like that, right? It's like a good first impression. Uh matters a lot. Uh, by the way, I looked it up. Days of Future Past for X Men is nineteen eighty one. The Terminator is nineteen eighty four. That's enough time. That's a, a good enough time for like a pretty major X Men storyline at that time too. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'm okay. I'm gonna do more research on it because I'm again I'm very curious. Yeah. Don't let anyone tell you though, because I I think I mentioned on last episode or the one before somebody was like, "Oh yeah, do you uh was was Alien based off the Brood?" And in that case, no, the Brood came right after the after Alien mm -hmm. as an Alien inspired thing. That makes sense, which is fine. <laughs> I don't claim I don't claim the Brood. The only Brood I claim is Young Brew. You know exactly the one that I'm talking about, my boy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Are you are you keeping up with X Men right now? No, no, you're not. You're not. There's a brood. Uh, there's a brood storyline right now in both X Men and in Captain Marvel. Oh, well. Weirdly enough, <laughs> but they I don't think they're crossing over. There's something going on with the brood right now. Maybe they're 
gearing up for an event. Call it the Brood War. That probably already happened. There was all. I think. Well, yeah. There's the Brood. I think there was the Brood War because it was for the egg that Brew ended up getting. Yes. The King Egg. There was that thing. Um, are you reading She-Hulk? No, I read the first couple of issues. She-Hulk 11 was good. I want it, like, it is, the art is beautiful. The characters are wonderful. There's, like, some romance involved, but then there's also, like, a a, a friendship between her and uh, Titania. Mm-hmm. So basically they have a superhero, little superhero fight club, but it's not like a overproduced cage match situation. They're just in a construction yard and they're just throwing <laughs> punches at each other just for fun. So the, the thing, uh, Ben Grimm is part of the fight club. He wants to call it clobbering club or clubbering time or something like that. <laughs> whatever uh uh and so uh he's there volcana is there um and then luke cage and danny showed up it sounds like a lot of fun i read the first couple of issues of this and i really liked it so it's just one that i gotta continue also i like rainbow route yeah i mean the art's amazing the story's good like it's definitely worth picking up if if you or anyone else out there is waiting to pull the trigger Pull the trigger on this one. Uh, what else really hit big this week for you? Okay. Did you read Plush? I didn't. Uh, Is it worth it? for fans of super weird indie comics. Uh, man-eating furries. Ah, okay. Uh It's on number five, so it's about to end. So this is one that you're probably going to want to pick up and trade when it's out. Uh, but it's about this dude who's super down on his luck. His wife cheated on him. He had a terrible time. Uh, he's out at a club partying. Uh, he comes across these uh, furries who are just straight up eating a person. And he gets taken in by them. How do they eat birth. with the mask on? They take they take the mask off. They, oh, okay. Uh, it's real weird. It's surprisingly got got it like a decent emotional core for like a story as ridiculous as that you know what i'm saying yeah um uh, and if you like really over the top horror stuff looks real good uh if you ever read stuff like plastic uh or like ice cream man it's similar to that kind of stuff okay uh is this a type of is this a type of book that like they're gonna do a netflix show on no okay no way. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. You know, there's like a style uh, to it. Um, do you, tell me you're reading Batman and Superman World's Finest. Uh, I'm behind, but yeah. What issue are you on? Uh, I think I stopped at like eight or nine. How far did you get? I'm trying to think. Sun uh, Boy or Sun Th- Boy Thunder? Boy Thunder, that's what his name yes, is. Yes, right? all that stuff. That's that's when I stopped. Did it end? Do you know who Boy Thunder is? No. So I think Okay. I think it was in the sixes, right? Super. I think they tell us who Boy Thunder is in like issue 
10 or something like that. Because this is issue 13. Before it was the date episode. They they show us what Dick Grayson and Kara Zor-El's date was like. That's issue 12. Oh, Boy Thunder stuff ends in issue 11. Okay. Then I'm before that because I hadn't gotten to who he was. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you to not spoil this one because I actually really want to read it. Uh, okay. I love me some Mark Wade. So, yeah. All right. That's fine. Hold off. <laughs> uh, it's been amazing. The art is amazing. You want me to tell you the premise for this issue? It's a new, yes. it's a new, like, a new arc. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could have sworn they've done this storyline before. Basically, Simon Stagg is murdered. Who murdered Simon Stagg? Which is great. But haven't they done that before or no? I feel like they might have. Okay. So th- then the team thinks it's... Uh, so basically... I don't want to... Uh, so the team the team thinks it's it's Rex. They think it's Metamorpho. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jimmy Olsen thinks it's Bruce Wayne. So it's pretty interesting. pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy goes on his own to investigate. And I thought that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, Metamorpho is a really cool hero that we've never seen in live action. I I don't think it's likely that we will see him. I guess, you know, James Gunn might do something with him because yeah. that seems like the character that is ripe for that. Uh, but I feel like that's also a character that like no matter how you do him in live action, it's gonna look a little, little funky. You know, it's gonna look not know. great. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to, but you have to like really CGI his like different parts moving in different yeah. ways, uh, the different elements. You know. Yeah, it's one of those things that it, that that like you'd have to have really good and consistent CGI all the time because every time he's on screen, he's gonna take up a bunch of budget. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he could be done. I also think he's one of the characters that's linked to ancient Egypt, where like uh, Doctor Fate, Hawkman, him, Black Adam. I can't think of. There's probably more. Listen, as we know in the movies, though, those links do not matter. That's what's it sucks so much, man. (laughs) They're all from Egypt, and we're never gonna mention it once. Never, like. Like it's like when you find out that like Brandy and Kobe Bryant went to prom together. <laughs> like that's real. Did you know that? Brandy no, and Kobe what? Bryant went to prom together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. Okay. We're never gonna I talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um but yeah, the art's amazing. Obviously, Dan Mora. Jesus. So me. good. Also, this book is like prime for Mark Wade to be Mark Wade as hell. Uh because he Mark knows Wade... everything. Well, also, like, Mark Wade's best books are classic superhero stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Mark Wade, like, kills at that, like, Bronze Age vibe. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, shout out to Dan, or uh, shout out to Alec from State Farm in our chat on Twitch saying, Dan Mora never misses. Never. True. Never misses. Not a single uh, I see other people, other people are out there. Let us know you're here. Um. Let us know your questions if you if you read comics this week. Uh, so yeah, Batman Superman World's Finest thirteen is good. Did you read Nightwing one hundred two? Yes. Uh, how are you liking it? How are you liking this post one hundred? Uh, it's just a Titans Nightwing. book now, and I'm cool with that. 
Yeah, until like, the Titans book starts back up again. Yeah, like, but for now, this is the, the you could rename this book Titans and it would be the same book. But I'm cool with that. I like that team. Uh, I love seeing them together like that. Uh, it's interesting that they chose the new Teen Titans to to be at the forefront of this. Yeah, because I feel like I haven't seen those characters like really care about each other in a long time. I guess in Titans Academy a little bit. But I mean, yeah, Titans Academy was a mess though, but yes. Yeah. But otherwise like Cyborg and Starfire and Beast Boy all sort of being with it's like half of the new Teen Titans, half the original Teen Titans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's sort of interesting, but I'm liking it. Tom Taylor doesn't miss with like fun family stories and that's what this is. Also, the grinning man's uh the design is cool. Yeah. Uh also was was his backstory linked to Underworld Unleashed? Was it that time? Was he one of the villains offered? Was that back then? I don't know. It might have been though. I just bought I, that trade. Just... I just bought the the Underworld Unleashed trade because I I've never read it. Um, it's a weird book, and... man. <laughs> What's up? It's a weird book. I mean, it's kind of cool because some of the some of the the villains got to get upgraded like in like fresh new ways and it just makes sense the villains sold their soul to the devil to get an upgrade in powers for killer moth he becomes charaxis yeah. the like bug demon <laughs> we love we love any excuse for sick new designs honestly yeah but like other people like internalize their powers instead of having it like i think weather wizard might have internalized his powers like actually gotten superpowers, I think, right? Yeah. I think something like like that type of stuff happened. But uh I need to read it. I bought it, but I haven't read it yet. Dimitri. It's been twenty five years, I think. I think it was Let's like a twenty five year collector's edition of the Jesus event. Uh I guess it was in the nineties, right? Let's yeah. talk about the most divisive book on the stands right now. Uh wait, let me let me see. Oh, Amazing Spider Man twenty two? Yeah. What the hell is going on? I'm... I they, they they have a plan, right? Because this is them trying to make sense of what's been going on. I can't understand it for shit. Well, because you didn't read uh Zeb Wells's story in Brand New Day from Amazing Spider-Man 555 to 557 back in 2008, Dimitri. Duh. What story was that? What they actually so I was also like, who are any of these people? What is going on? Until yeah. I saw the little Marvel did that little starry thing where I it goes, saw that and I went back, I went on my Marvel Unlimited and I yeah, and I zoomed back and it's a three issue story where they introduce the, the bearded dude and the god and have New York go into like this winter and Does he the make major... the deal then? He he no, but he, he that's where his that's why he's in prison. Is everything that he did in those first three issues? He like the kills a bunch guy. of people. He Spider Man beats the god, and the god's like, "I, I hate you, Spider Man." <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> stops him from coming back. All of that. Yeah, that all happens there, which is why it's for you. It seems like there's this like jump in history where they've added a bunch of things that you're like, "What?" I thought it was a retcon. I thought it no. was it was them saying what happened before. 
this new series started back up again. No, like, this is Zeb Wells going, I had this three-issue story back in 2008 that I really liked that ended up sort of amounting to nothing, and I'm going to pick up the plot points from that. That's wild. And you know what? I read that story, and honestly, Chris Piccolo does art on it, so the art's good, but the actual story is kind of nothing because this ancient evil god gets beat by a bunch of homeless people with Molotov cocktails. Um, Cool. Uh, But it has to do with, like numbers yeah so the 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 dude i can't remember his name for the life of me uh the the bearded dude who's in here like i'm like yeah i've marked you for sacrifice spider-man yeah uh he was like a mathematician that found out that these sim that that like this programming language that was all symbols accidentally turned out to be the same symbols that uh an ancient culture used to summon a god um it's very strange um yeah and then and then we get introduced to mj's boyfriend slash husband that is part of it all he's just like a he he has a big gun what is uh paul did not appear in those in in, back in those stories in 555 and we know what happens from now right what he's part of it so are the kids fake are they real i am assuming here's my here's my here's my idea okay spider-man gets kicked out of this alternate universe right and this like they get remember they get sucked into the place where the god is at and they're like peter you have to make this spider thing to get out of here and then they send him out of there oh yeah okay yeah Uh, paul and mj are still there alone without peter do you, do you see where this is going? That there was a time there's a time jump there, and then they come back there, to this world? No, I'm saying that there's a time that that they're gonna fall in love in magical this, world. I'm sure there's a there's a time think remember Dimension Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain America. But then MJ would be like older. And in the same way that Captain America did not age a day after he came back from Dimension Z and he just had a beard. Uh but he also, had the super soldier serum. Those kids are not that young or not that old. They're not that young, though. They're like walking and talking. Five, so let's say, let's five, five years old right? at the least. Yeah. You're telling me MJ has aged five years? I would not doubt it, especially with the way that Marvel has been. Oh, actually, no, I can't say that. Um, I almost did a bad thing. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, uh, they, there's a lot of big stuff that they've been trying to like, particularly for with 25. They're like, that's going to be the big reveal, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, is issue 25 going to be the big reveal issue? That's when that's when the story ends. Okay. Uh, All right. This cover is kind of cool, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I I also like. As much guff as I give John Romita Jr., he can draw Spidey getting messed up real well. Yeah. Like, he makes you feel when somebody gets punched. Yeah. Uh, my problem with this, though, is that it doesn't seem epic or interesting enough, at least from where we are right now, uh, that, like, to be, oh, this 
missing, you know, couple missing period of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't even know the timeline anymore. Like, what takes... Like, was this a flashback issue? Yes. Everything here was a... Fl- okay. No. There's the sections where they see the tornado. Right? And then they're like, he's back. And then MJ calls Peter. And Peter... Yeah. And, and he's back. I'm pretty sure those are in the present. Because MJ's with Paul and with Child. Yeah. But everything... But then there's a time jump, or there's a t- there's a flashback little thing, and everything from when we see the dude in the prison breaking out uh-huh. is flashback. Okay, they could have been clearer. Maybe I maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe I don't. Uh, I think they somebody's been not doing their I job. Think the problem with reveals in comics, particularly ones that you wait so long on, is that. You got to be really good to make this reveal work. Like the 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 this entire run, the quality of it hangs on the balance of these next five issues. I think. Yeah, I. Here's my thing. We've dealt with this Spider-Man stuff time and time again, like always with some reveal, some big thing, blah 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 blah. When was the last time they actually stuck the landing? Because, like, the kindred thing lasted so long, and the point was to take away from the Sins past stuff, but then it, like, kind of did that, yes, but, like, also did not stick the landing. Right. So then it's like, can we just, like, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, the the current issue written by Cody Ziegler, is the best Spider-Man thing that has been out for the past at least five years. I'm... One, I'm inclined to agree 100%. I think that, like, I re- this run has been a roller coaster for me because I, I'm, I really like Beyond. Uh, I thought that that like reinvigorated Spider Man for me. Yeah. Uh, I usually do not care about Ben Riley. Uh, but that, that 25 issue sold me on Ben Riley. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, all right, Zeb Wells. I see you. I see where you're coming from. I get it. And then this run starts and all the goodwill that he's built up uh, him and like, you know, that, that team of writers built up for me on beyond is slowly, but surely being taken away. Right. Because yeah. he ruins everything that he did with Ben Riley in dark web. Uh, yeah. Which was super, like I had to catch up because dark web was where I was like, yeah, I got to go. We gotta let let's try to hit all the other comics that we hit with just like sure. ten second blurbs, um, uh, it, uh, to hopefully wrap up everything that we we've, we've read. Um, what else you got? Uh, Superman two. It's a parasite story. Uh, Superman's new uh, uh sort of rapport with Lex is really really interesting. Uh, seeing Lex's villains are really interesting. Also, Jamal Campbell, the artist on this, kicks ass. He's great. Yep. Uh, if you're not reading Superman right now, you should. I mean, you should have been reading Superman for a long time now because the book's been good since Bendis left. But like, if you needed another place to start outside of the beginning of the Kennedy Johnson stuff, you can start at Superman number one and uh, really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, uh, it else? was really good. Uh, Wonder Woman 797 uh, was good. 
uh, it's it's Lazarus Planet Fallout. So like Lazarus Planet Revenge of the Gods is an ongoing series or like an ongoing miniseries or whatever limited series um, that ties in with this. Um, so I mean, it's it, it, you could hop on now and I think, you you know, you'd be good. Um, um, real quick, how was Rachel Ghoul one bad day? It's fine. Batman dies and comes back to life within five pages. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's interesting. But otherwise, didn't really do much for me. That's fair. Doctor Strange number one, did you read it? Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. I liked it. Was a it. Great, I was, was surprised. Like a good, right? Uh, kind of wish they gave Kalea more time in the mantle alone. You say Kalea? I say Clea, but yeah. Uh, but otherwise... If you've been waiting for an excuse to get to to start reading Doctor Strange, this number one's a perfect place to jump on. I think. I also, yeah, I also think that like they could have done this story with Clea's previous series. Like, I don't think anything of this other than Doctor Strange. Like the fact that he came back from the dead is a plot point. But like other than that, I think they could have just. Told this cool story, but with Clea. I agree. I think that you know? she should have had more time in the in the in the mantle. Definitely, definitely. Uh, did you read Deceased War of the Undead Gods? I did not. Okay. Are you keeping up with this one? No. Okay. Issue seven came out. I like it, but it depends on whether you like Deceased and whether you think it's run its course. I would like them to wrap it up. <laughs> Either they won't do it at this one. They'll probably have one more trade one more you know sub-series whatever you want to call Deceased, it colon whatever yeah you know but they should end it soon it's almost over you know it's new time it's new injustice it's tom taylor doing injustice but different yeah which is same fine. format it, you know <laughs> um what else did you read real quick uh swamp thing green hell number three uh it's a crazy kooky horror story with the Swamp Thing in the post-apocalypse, written by Jeff Lemire, so you know it's got those family ties and themes. Uh, solid. Uh, if you want to see Swamp Thing in like all his gory glory, which you don't get to see very often, uh, it's worth reading. Although the ending was kind of disappointing to me because it was just like, and then everything was fine. So, is it only three issues for this thing? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, do you read? Uh... Monica Rambeau Photon? I did not. Okay, so Monica Rambeau Photon number four. Amazing art. I would say go pick it up just to support the creative team and support the character. That being said, this this is probably best reading as a trade if it matters. You know? Fair. But the art's amazing. It's gorgeous. And, like, I love Monica. And, like, she's growing on me, like, super fast. Like, but... Might be worth waiting for trade. Um, did you read Wasp number three? I did not. Okay. Uh, I didn't get to finish it, but it's it. They're going to eventually bring Hank back from Ultron. That's I think the goal of the series. Interesting. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I didn't read Black Adam number nine. Um, and uh, I read Magic four, Magic Order four number three, and. It's just more of the Magic Order stuff. If you like an adult Harry Potter cop wizard kind of thing, then cool. Go for it. You know, it's and it's Mark Miller. 
I like it. But does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go through a couple things. Blue Book number two. If you liked stuff like Something is Killing the Children or uh, Nice House on the Lake. This is the same writer, James Tinney IV, who's also done a ton of Batman stuff. Um, it's him doing an alien abduction story. The pacing is very, very slow, though, so I would say wait for trade. All right. All right. Fair. Uh, uh, Infernal Girl Red number three. I love this book. I love the massive verse. So if you're reading stuff like uh, Radiant Radiant Black and uh, the other one that's named uh, Radiant... Uh, not Radiant Pink. Radiant Pink. There's the, the Sun one. Oh, Rogue Sun. Rogue Sun, yeah. This is in that same universe. Uh, this third issue is the end of this first arc because they did extra sized issues. Uh, and it very much fits in a similar vibe as those books in that we're doing uh, a brand new superhero who has some kind of legacy that she doesn't quite know yet uh, and is put in a very dire situation because her town is abducted, her city rather, is abducted by something. It's really good. And if you like transformation sequence, transformation sequences you'll probably like this book all right all right um was there anything else that you read this week or that's pretty much it. uh women of marvel number one how, how was that it was cute it was fun it was three different stories all about different women in the marvel universe teaming up all tied together by uh a story of jen having a courtroom battle uh good time if you're looking for just like some really light reading you know what I'm saying? If you're not wanting yeah. to get super invested into something and just want like this, is just like a fun one anthology book. book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Legion of Bloom was the same way, but I didn't get to read it. But that's an anthology book. Uh, DC does their seasons, which yeah. it used to just be called DC Spring Book, but now they have like really specific themes, <laughs> which I'm cool with because they know they're just gonna do another one next year, and that's okay, you know. Um, but yeah. It was a good week for comics. It was a really good week. I love the weeks that have the Flash, Nightwing, and Batman Superman World's Finest. They all release on the same week, and I love it every single time. Uh, really quickly, just two yeah. more books. Milestone oh, yeah. 30th Anniversary. If you've read Milestone in the past, like before this reboot, then read this book because it is this book is for you. If you haven't, you're going to be a little bit confused, maybe a lot confused. And that's it. So if you've read the previous Milestone stuff and missed those versions of those characters, this is a sort of fun team up with the new version of those Milestone characters. Uh, and finally, Torrent number two. Uh, mm. This is an indie comic. It's a superhero revenge tale. We follow a woman whose uh, husband is murdered and whose child is taken. She's the world's greatest superhero and now she's about to be the world's greatest vigilante because... She is not being nice anymore. All right. All right. Um, you know what's cool is that both you and I together read like all the comics. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's cool. That's why I got you, man. You 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 put in the time, you got the expertise. Uh uh, you're a great person to have on the show, Manny. Thank you so much for for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's always fun to do this, and it also gives me an excuse to get caught up with stuff that I might be behind on. So yeah, uh, it's it's nice, I think, being a guest on this show when you're the host and you got to read everything all the time. <laughs> it's, it gets a lot, but, you know, it's fine. 
Um, yeah, no, it couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh, thank you uh, so much, Manny, uh, for coming on the show. Where can people find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Manny's Picks, where I talk about comics and more recently, kind of anything else that I like. So, you know, robot anime and tokusatsu and all of that stuff. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Manny's.Picks. Awesome. Awesome. Um, for anyone out there who is watching us live, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, thank you so much for that. Let us know you're out there. Like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Uh, let us know you're out there. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, it's wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Um, are we looking at even more? Maybe, but that's pretty much if you like podcasts, you're getting it from one of those. So um, we're also on Instagram and TikTok at the Keeg Show. Uh, Facebook and Twitter as well, but Instagram and TikTok are our biggest ones at The Keeg Show. We also got patreon.com slash The Keeg Show if you want to give back to The Keeg. Comic Talk is one of our many shows. Comic Talk is every Thursday. We also got The Keeg Talks every weekend. We got The Mandalorian After Show every Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Um, you can find all that schedule stuff on Instagram. That's probably our, our easiest way to keep in touch. Instagram at The Keeg Show. Um, I'm going to be at C2E2, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. So definitely keep an eye out for that. If you're going to C2E2, I'm going to be doing interviews and that sort of thing. Got a press badge. So that'll be fun. Unfortunately, I do have to skip WonderCon this weekend. Um, but uh, C2E2 in Chicago is next weekend. So there is that. Uh, other than that, uh, thank you so much, Manny, for coming on yet again. You're always of good course. to have. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And this has been Comic Talk for March 23rd, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.